Let's talk about religion yet again. If you are offended by religious jokes, you are a human being. If you are avenging religious jokes, you are a fundamentalist. Once side uses the politics of secularism to communalize on religious grounds, the other side allows polarization to run amok. Chunav Hindu Muslim wala mudda khatm nahi ho raha hai Hindu alag sanskriti hai Muslim alag sanskriti hai Hindu Muslim iradi nahi karoge to itihas aapko maaf nahi karega mera baat We are back with part 2 because part 1 was clearly not enough for the in-house team of News Laundry to cater to the popular demand that had come that we must have an episode to talk completely about religion well we're giving you two so, welcome, dear panel. Uh, now, the last time most of us were in the studio. Right now, there's only Raman Siranmi. Hello, sir. Hi. And joining us on the phone line are Mehraj. Hi, Mehraj. Hello. Anand. Hi, Anand. Hello. Manisha. Hi. And Shardul. Hello. In part one, we had more or less covered... I mean, it's not logically possible to deny the existence of God. Ironically, it is theologically possible. When religion goes to a community, it turns into an orthodox document. I think religions basically came up because, as a revolt against death. I've seen a lot of women around me who are held back because these so-called religious rituals and I don't think any book Mehraj that way is progressive when it comes to religion for women. Every horror in our society, you can, you know, kind of connect to caste yet horrors that are way more directly connected to religion, you tend to disconnect the two. A week is a long time in politics. Three months is a long time in religion. So before we start, this part two discussion again. Has anyone converted in the last three months to any other religion? <laughs> no. Okay. No. You know, but as we record this show, I should note that there's this huge controversy of uh, happening in Kashmir of this Sikh girl. And the allegation of the Sikh community is that she was forcibly converted and married uh, you know, at gunpoint There have been, in fact, several reports of alleged abduction and forcible conversion of uh, girls in Jammu and Kashmir, of Sikh girls specifically in Jammu and Kashmir. Unka aarop hai ki Kashmir mein aaye din dharm kabhi aparan kabhi dawa banakar to kabhi behla fusla kar ladkiyon ka dharm paribartan. A sea of protesters gathered outside the Gurdwara in Srinagar last evening demonstrating against two incidents of alleged forced conversion of Sikh girls. Protests have now also been... She has given her statement in the High Court, which some people have... You know, I'm yet to read a proper report on it, but we'll have it by the time, I guess, this podcast goes up. But yes, the other claim is that she did this out of her own will. She married someone uh, because she loved that person and then she converted, you know, in love. And now she has been, because the community elders were so upset, she's been quote-unquote returned back to her parents and gotten married off to a Sikh man. As we talk about hold of religion, I mean, for us, it's not... Possibly we all come from families where maybe our parents are liberal enough to accept. I mean, marriage, religion doesn't have such a strong hold on us. But for so many people, and especially women, it still continues to be this, you know, thing that controls you completely. I mean, I can't imagine for so yeah, many As a people, community, I mean, religion yeah, completely so controls us. Yeah, for so many people, marrying outside religion is so, so hard, made so difficult. People have to play with their lives often. So, uh, okay, we can touch upon that. But I'm sure this podcast, considering it's taken us three months to record part two, by the time this is online, 
many weeks at least would have passed since this incident Manisha is talking about. So we're going to talk about religion again in part two because a lot of things that were left incomplete. Much of episode one, uh, you know, Maharaj and me and many of us did discuss about how it has been used as a tool to rule. In fact, that has been its most predominant impact in the world historically. Is that mixing inevitable or desirable? Intertwining of religion and politics is inevitable. I believe that. And the reason is you give human being hierarchies, they will exploit it. And while religion pretends to be the repository of values, it is ultimately the repository of power. And yes, I also agree that relevance of religion in politics on a macro scale has come down. Because if you look at centuries before us, then in Indian context, you don't get to hear, you don't get tales, you don't get stories or references from untouchables, right? They were not even considered in that context. They were not written about, spoken about. They were, they were something they people didn't want to acknowledge. And if you look at Europe, the holy wars, all of us know about it. So yes, the relevance of religion has come down, but intertwining of politics and religion is inevitable because these are old power structures which are slowly fading away. We have all text, uh, all the scriptures uh, of different religions. So they have been interpreted, misinterpreted, reinvented. I mean, you know, over a period of time. Now that has become a popular culture. And this popular culture is not one, unfortunately. There are many religions. So there are many theater of conflicts all over. What Mehraj was saying, I don't think uh, the faith has anything to do with logic. I think if you look at the logic, then I would rather look at the science, the evolution theory and all. How, how things get misinterpreted over a period of time, how things get changed, mutilated, and then you, a new culture comes up. Not just one culture, many cultures, and they are always in conflict with each other. And that's what religion is. I'm more inclined to the Advait concept of God, which is that you are God. And I think one of the prime goals of that philosophy is to realize that you are God, basically. Moksha is that. It's, to, it's for the Atma to realize that you're not different from Brahman. And for that, I think self-realization requires a lot of challenges. It also means ironing out you know, your own uh, shortcomings. And I think suffering is an inevitable part of that. Health, physical suffering, emotional suffering or whatever. So I think, and, and, and it's also caused because of you. There's no God up there who is making this happen a child born with a tumor is how responsible how i mean i think it at one level it can be very cruel a very base explanation of this is karma i mean this is sort of become kind of a stereotype that all believers basically rely on faith but that's not the case i mean to have faith to believe in god you have to first understand that god exists i mean i'm talking about like i discussed earlier because most of us don't even engage with these questions but if you were to engage with this question if you were to really think about god so first you have to understand that there is a god and that you can only do through logic for example in like my religion if the entire thing was believe in god then the entire quran would have been one verse believe or otherwise whatever but that's not the case there's a whole theology there's a whole book of over six thousand verses and every other verse is says, don't you takulun, don't you look around you, don't you understand, don't you want to reason, don't you, why don't you use your logic when it talks about understanding God and understanding your purpose in life and things like that. So it's not like it just says, believe and if you don't believe, you'll go to hellfire. That's not the case. 
me and mehraj uh, while we are both most similar in both of us are pure believers black and white believers that just because i believe i don't believe that gives me the answers i think a lot of it is not logic it is just instinct like playing football or cricket or anything else some of it is just instinctive why did you do that i don't know but that's just while i was running i leaned right because that's what i do and some people don't some people can't put their foot in front of the other so i think it's instinctive but i do think that um after you die you confront a pure version of yourself who you are accountable to that was just a sneak peek because this episode is behind a paywall if you want to hear the entire episode and more amazing podcasts like let's talk about and nl hafta subscribe to news laundry support independent media support news laundry